with Kim Ravel. Do we acknowledge like that we're doing something a little different or do we just I do think it? you just did. I think you just acknowledged it. All right, here we go. Hey, y'all, and welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. This is a comedy podcast where we laugh about the messiness of life, and we turn that mess into our message of confidence and hope. And my mission is to encourage and lift women up everywhere. And this show is about how you can embrace, how we can embrace our real selves and laugh about it along the way. You know what? Life throws us a lot of stuff. So it's what we do with it that matters. So let's live out loud. Laugh out loud and love out loud together. On today's show, we have an amazing guest, Mary Catherine Garrison. Uh, She's Southern. She's a Southern girl from Mississippi. And she's the co-star of this fantastic new HBO show, Somebody Somewhere. But first, I'm excited to start something new this week. Uh, We're going to answer some questions, some questions from you. And I don't know the questions. I don't know what they're going to be. Only my producer, Zach, knows, which is always a scary thing when Zach has the control of the show. Zach, how many questions do we have and are they tough? I'm not trying to think so hard today, okay? For the record, I always have the control of the show. (laughs) Oh, do you? Oh, do you really? (laughs) All right, now... (laughs) Okay, I do have some questions. Okay. And today's questions, we're going to start off easy. We're just going to be talking about relationships. Oh, oh, yeah, because that's such an easy subject to talk about. Like, oh, yeah, that's the easiest subject to talk about in the whole just entire world. Super easy, Kim. Do you feel yeah. confident giving relationship advice? Um, I've had a lot of relationships. Okay. Do, so, do go I mean, on. That does, that does qualify me to some level. I mean, you have to have, a, you have to, I always say this, you have to have some kind of experience. So I have had relationships to have experience. I don't know how much advice I can give, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm game. All right. So we asked your followers on Instagram to tell okay. us if they needed a relationship advice. <laughs> so this is straight from the Instagram folks. Thank you okay. for everyone that replied and sent us messages. So I actually got a lot of questions that were similar to this one. Okay. Can a woman in her 50s find a decent man to date who's in capitals not just looking for eye candy. There was a lot of people that asked that question. Well, there were a lot of people that asked about dating in your like 50s and 60s. You know what? I think that's the new like single again type mm-hmm. thing. Um, and look, the answer to that, in my opinion, from my humble opinion, who've had a lot of relationships is yes. I definitely think you can. Now, I, I hate to throw my best friend under the bus right now because she's probably going to kill me. But this would be a question that actually we have been talking about over the last few weeks. And she was just saying she was coming at it from a negative point of view, meaning just like how that question is, is it possible to find a man fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not impossible to find a man, but I think a man should find you. Oh. Okay. All right, tell me more about that. Okay, and we might not have all day to talk about this. Maybe we need to have this as a separate podcast, but it's all in how you are perceiving yourself in the mar- on the market. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, how is that, how does that look um, for you today? Because when you're younger and you're not really cognizant of all that, you're just living life and you're just going to go, oh my gosh, she's so cute and pa 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 and he likes me and I like him. Will you date me? Yes or no? Now, as grown women and grown men, we, we, there's stakes to our dating. 
You know, there's yeah. a lot of things that are attached to it. People call that baggage. I don't call it baggage. I call it just experience, stuff now that you have to consider. So when you are out there finding, and I'm doing the air quotes here on the video, um, a man, it's, it's not so much about what you're finding, is how you're presenting yourself for someone to find you. Does that make oh. sense? And can I just say, you can be 50 and 60 and still be some eye candy, honey. You mm-hmm. still can be eye candy. Um, now, you got to really get into you. Does that make sense, Zach, what I'm saying? Yeah, a little bit. So here's my question, though, because you, you have don't to get mean, into yourself. Do you mean that, like, you still can be active, right? Like, you can still be actively, like, trying to find someone. It's not like you're sitting back and letting, like, I, I said put yourself you. out there. Right. Put yourself out there. Um, but when you when you try to find something, you, it's like your keys. When you misplace your keys and you go to find them, you never find them. When you just go and live and 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 even just kind of just it, they find you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that that's my that's my point. Like I'm not saying don't work on yourself, don't put yourself out there. I'm just saying don't try, just be. And and what does that look like? Like I love Amy, my BFF. She's she's becoming her best self. She's getting in shape for herself. She's working out for herself. She's dressing up and living her best life and putting herself together for herself so that when she puts herself out there, the right one will find her. You are the only and your best relationship with yourself is the best relationship you're ever going to have in your entire life. <laughs> Drop mic. That's it. I mean, God forbid if something happened to Travis, he left or whatever. I really like being with myself. I don't need Travis to complete me. He compliments me and he drives me crazy, but I don't need him to complete me. It took me a long time to get to that place, but as a 50 or 60 year old woman, you're good. Mm-hmm. So what you want is companionship. You want somebody to travel with, share your life with, have grandkids with, have the Christmases, the Thanksgivings. You want you want that companion, that family experience. That's quite different than I need a man. So look at it from the point of view of like, does he have, well, I say this, can he handle what I have to offer? Oh, that's cool. Don't look at it like I'm trying to find one. Say, can is there a man out there that can really handle what I have to offer? It's all in how you're looking at it. Does that make any sense? That ramble? makes total sense. But I'm, I don't know if I can handle what you have to offer literally right now. <laughs> no, that is, that is very hard because I have a lot to offer. <laughs> it's a lot going on. Okay, you ready for the next question? This is actually, let me, let me build on this because I think this question builds off the last one. Okay. I see this really cute guy at my gym. Ooh. And I want to talk to him, but I'm scared to. Okay. So she's asking, like, how can she approach this guy? Like, what's the best way to approach a guy out in the world? Well, I mean, I get, I don't, I don't, you're just talking. I, I, you don't have to be scared. I, you're afraid that he won't talk back. I think that's what you're saying. I'm afraid of that rejection. But don't look at it like, oh, this is a cute guy I'm trying to hook up with or meet. Look at it like, oh, this is just a nice person, you know, at the gym. We put a lot of expectations on relationships and men and women and meeting people. Y'all, you're just meeting somebody. Right. 
Okay. You're just going up saying, hello, how are you? Or you're walking by. Always get that eye contact going too. Like Amy always says this to me. So does my husband. When we go out, he's like, please don't make eye contact. Please don't make eye contact. Because he knows once <laughs> I make the eye contact, I'm going to start chit-chatting. You're in it. Yeah. And then you're in it. Oh my gosh. That's because so funny. Especially me. Because I love to talk to people and meet new people. Yeah. So, so you've got to make that eye contact. You've got to do those. You've got to give off the signals that you're open to meet new people. Okay. Okay. Now with that, you're going to meet people you don't want to meet. That's just, that's how it goes too. But it's that openness. So you, you, you don't necessarily have to go to him and say, hi, my name is Samantha. You can just smile and with, with your, and, 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 and make eye contact and be open and available. You would be so prized how many women and men close themselves off to new experiences of meeting new people by their body and language alone. Oh, cool. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. even my husband knows, please don't make eye contact because your body language says, come meet me. I'm very nice. I'd like to talk to you. But here's the other side of that. Men are morons and we're bad at reading the body language. So we might know. We, You're, I not think- You're not morons. You're not morons. Please. Men, men, y'all play moron half the time just so you can get out of doing stuff. I actually, like, you can read the body language, but you don't actually know how to act on it because men are, like, just Think about as... Men are ego-driven, period. End of story. Men think about... This is the ugly truth, y'all. Men think about themselves first. They date with their eyes first. Mm. I'm telling you. But I will tell you, if you put off the open vibe, like, you're fun, you're lighthearted, you're just trying to meet someone, there's no strings attached... Yep. I don't know a man, a man that doesn't want to chit chat. I have never met a man. And look, I'm a size, I'm a tight 12 and a loose 14 and I'm 50 years old. And I was at a tennis match the other day and two young men in their 15 and 16 year olds, I couldn't shake them, couldn't get rid of them. They were up my crawl. They were just like, Miss Kim, Miss Kim. I'm telling you, men are very, you're not morons, you're simple. And I've never known a man not wanting to have fun and chit chat and have light conversation. Men like to fit like their egos build. They like to be heard. They like to be talked to. Yeah. Be open, girl. I love that. Men aren't complicated. Trust me. They're not sitting there going, is she talking to me? She's hitting on me. They're not doing any of that. They're thinking, oh, this this girl thinks I'm hot in the gym. They're thinking about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Am I right, Zach? You're totally right. I know. You're totally right. Men are all into themselves. I know. You're just like, I know. (laughs) Yep. That's what you get to say on your podcast. Yeah. Well, that's what God made us. How God made me, I can't, you know, if you're trying to change a man, you're wasting your time. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a wasted time. Okay, Kim, it's time for a quick commercial break. But first, I want to let everyone know that we're going to start answering these questions every week. So we want to hear from you and we'd love to get some longer, more detailed questions. We'd love to hear like funny stories, basically whatever you have to tell us that's entertaining, that would be fun to talk about on the podcast. We're down for it. We have a number. It's 404-913-6460. And we have an email address, lolwithkimgravel at gmail.com. You can send us your stories leave us a voicemail. We love to get your voicemails. I'd love to hear your voice in the podcast. Me too. Um, we'll keep it anonymous. We'll just use first names, right? LOL with Kim Gravel is a safe space, right? It's just, <laughs> it's you and us and like a few thousand listeners. That's all. Yeah. Don't worry about there it. There you go. That's all. Just be cool. And when we get back from this break, we're going to bring in Mary Catherine Garrison. Oh, I can't wait. 
Hey y'all, have y'all told anybody about the LOL podcast? The thing I hear most from listeners is, girl, I needed to hear that today. So if you can think of anybody that may need to hear this uplifting message of hope and laughter, please tell them about LOL with Kim Gravel. It may help them. It'll help us for sure. And we can all empower each other together. Let's do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kim, Kim, Kim Gravel. All right, on today's show, we have Mary Catherine Garrison is an incredible, talented actor. But I'm going to say she has done so much. I was reading her bio, uh, lots of Broadway. She's been on some of your favorite TV shows, including Veep. The Good Wife, which was my personal favorite, 30 Rock, come on now. And now she's the co-star of the new HBO series, Somebody Somewhere. Everybody, welcome Mary Catherine Garrison. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How you doing? <laughs> Listen, I t- I t- right when we started, I said, okay, this girl's hair is on point. She says she put on some makeup. We put on our bras today. Mary Catherine, we're ready. We are ready for this podcast. Kim, I am ready to give you, this is my A game. This is actually as good uh, as you know. Gets. I knew you were going to be, I mean, you've done so much, so you know the A world very, very well. Okay, you're such a creative person, though. Like, when I was researching you, um, like, you're my kind of girl. You're a girl's girl. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a son. I have boys. Okay. Okay, that's a whole other podcast we can talk about. Yeah, we'll pin that for later. Never sit on a clean toilet seat, do we? Never. Um, (laughs) You act, you paint, you make ceramic. You're kind of an entrepreneur as well with your jewelry. Um. What's the thing that most inspires you? Because you do a lot of stuff, girl. Ooh, that's going to right into a big question, huh? Or, or um, at the moment, what's a, what, what, what are you feeling at the moment? Oh, at the, well, I th- well, actually, I can answer the bigger version of that question if you want. Sure. Which is what gets me, my juices flowing and, yes. and my insides rolling is um, freedom. So what? to me, like, I know, I know. So when you, I feel like when you're making something, when you're painting something, mm-hmm. if you're like, let's say karaoke is your jam, when you're free is yeah. when all the breaks are off and you're, you're just rolling with whatever moment you're in. And that can happen, I think, doing just about anything. So for me, I am always sort of chasing that. And I chase it in the acting world and I chase it with any kind of art that I make and, and any, any kind, anything I paint. You know what? Does that make sense? It does. And you've, 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 now you've taken me in a whole, I'm like squirrel. Now I'm going a whole different (laughs) direction because what, what you, what you're saying, I think is such a big get in the world today, especially women of a certain age. I just turned 50 this year and I'm really digging it. I mean, most people are like, oh, 50, but I'm really getting into this, this new awakening of sorts. Like you're talking about that freedom. I hear so many women, Mary Catherine, telling me, asking me, Kim, how can I live a full life at this point? 
in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. your kids, we've got kids, they're at least, you know, bathing hopefully by themselves and wiping themselves. (laughs) You know, we're we're getting ahead of that. Um, Uh A lot of women are going back and doing their own thing entrepreneurially in business. Would you, how do you think us as women at our, you know, in our season of life can have freedom? Um, I think, so I'm, I'm 48. I'll be 49 in December. So I've only okay. been 48 a few months. Um, I, that's I very feel, young. And I'm, that's very it's young. Very, I'm but a baby. Totally young. I feel like, um, that thing that everyone's saying, like every year I get better. I feel yes. every year I have more to offer. I feel like I have sunk deeper into this thing that I am. I've, I enjoy myself. I love being alone. I love my girlfriends. I love my family, of course, also. Um, I, feel like the more time I've given to the things that I love and they get my motor revved up and that make me feel the most me there is to me, that's the path of freedom. And that's the path of um, self-realization, which is freedom. So mm. it's, that's, those are sort of vague um, ways no, to, to totally say good. it, I think, but yeah. And, and I, I feel like the world kind of tends to feel like my, I've talked to my mother-in-law about this before. She just had said in a very modest way, you just want to stay relevant. And you notice that the world, the older you get, the world is a little less interested, a little less interested, a little less interested sometimes. And it's the most ironic thing that I feel like I have never had more to offer. I know my mother-in-law has probably never had more to offer as well. And you just want to, I want to stay in the conversation at large because I feel, and I think all women our age and up deserve to have a huge part of the conversation still. So it's, to me, it's not all about youth. It never really was, but now that I'm outside that, that, you know, really, really young stage, it's just, it's a visceral thing to feel as good as I do. But don't you think it's not that we have a right to have a voice, but it's like, they're stupid if they're not listening. I hate to be be that like frank with it, but I'm a straight talker. I mean, I'm a no chaser. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to shoot it straight. You Mm -hmm. can either dig it or not. It's up to you. But I like like, your bourbon. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. we really have a lot to, especially to young women. Now in your world of like, Acting and and artistry and Broadway. You have such a rich background in Broadway. As a performer, mm-hmm. I see so many young girls going, I want to be this, I want to be this, I want to be an actress. I'm be that. Can you speak to what that journey has been like for you? Because let me tell you something. Hollywood, it ain't cheap and it ain't easy. Mm-mm. And it's not nice. It's not nice. <laughs> well, I didn't say that you did. I didn't say that you did. Just kidding. I'll but you're say right. it. It can be real rude. It can be real it, rude. It can be vicious. It can be, especially yeah. for women. Yeah. I mean, I heard so many times, like, we loved you. You were the best actor in the room, but we want more of a model type look. I heard that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, but times. I can relate. I can relate. So let us laugh. Let us laugh. I mean, if we don't laugh. I mean, you know, and I don't, I'm not here to, I, I it's not Well, you're absolutely gorgeous. Not, well, but it's not a crime to not be beautiful. You know, it's fine to, to mm. be a regular looking person <sighs> and still be incredibly valuable and interesting. <laughs> Well, and I don't feel like, but define beauty. I mean, like, what does that mean? We want a more model look, a model to what? I mean, it it is very, okay. Yeah. And there's your, there's your dogs. I love it. Um, So how many dogs you have? Three dogs and two men? Three dogs, two men and two cats. One three-legged cat. (laughs) Okay. How many of the cats and dogs are girl or uh, female? 
They're all ladies except for one boy. Okay. That's the loud one that you hear. Well, you've yeah. got you've got go. some you've got some people got your back in the house. <laughs> No, but it's true. It's Sorry. true. I don't, I, I agree with you. How do you not, na- how do you navigate this Hollywood thing? How have you found your niche, so to speak? Well, I, I would argue that I really never did. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I found a, a niche in the Broadway world and I feel like I got a really kind of great run at some really profoundly wonderful mm-hmm. projects that I got to be a part of. Um, and I would do the little odd bits of TV and film here and there, but I always felt like I have other friends who are quite, quite famous, who I felt like were always sort of doing more and doing better than I was. And I think probably most actors feel that way, mm. but um, I just sort of never really had a really super strong foothold in TV and film, which I really very much wanted because, you know, that's where the money is and that work yeah. tends to the self-generate. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can do more film, more stage if you've got a nice, you know, uh, known presence in the film TV world. But um, this, you know, this job, the Veep job was extraordinary also. Yes, you were amazing. But thank you. But this job was um, a, a, like a borderline miracle for me. I mean, it was really unexpected, out of the blue, and it's the best job I've ever had. Wow. It meant, means the most to me. And Why? I think it's... Um, for many reasons. One is that I am a 48 year old woman who, as I've already stated, I am not a model. (laughs) And I, you know, you, you get the very clear message that your jobs are fewer and far between the older you get, which I think might be changing a little bit. Um, and also Bridget, who is a star of it. She and I were lived together for nearly 10 years. She's always too. She's wonderful. And she was always that funny. And the show is so her and to play sisters with her has been profound. And then I've known Murray for a million years too. So Murray Hill is in it. And um, it was just a special mix. And it was exactly the project I dreamt of. In fact, I manifested wow. it. I went, yes, do you want to hear this part? Oh, you manifested. <laughs> Ooh, that's another podcast. You got to come back. Yep. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I wrote down in a journal entry that I was, and this was when like I hadn't worked for years. Right. And I said, I want... I was doing art, you know, and I was very, very busy, but, and of course my mother, but I wanted a certain kind of job. I wanted to be part of an ensemble of a very, um, well-written, yes. very naturalistic, deep kind of acting. And I wanted something that played to the things that I feel like I'm good at as an actor. And it's every, it checked every box. There's more, I listed more things, but it, it, this job has checked all those boxes. And I just put that entry away, kind of forgot about it. And then however many months later, got it a call. Is. Yeah. Because you never know when something's coming. You're never over. I always say this. If you're not six feet under, you're not done. Okay, listen, I I want to hear a clip of this show. This show is so different and unique. I I, I think it's fresh. I think it's um, not the typical. It's called Somebody Mm -hmm. Somewhere. Can we listen to a clip? Zach, hit us with a clip because I want to talk about the show. I got the clip for it. Um, Mary Catherine, do you want to set this up at all? This is the scene from the first episode, uh, The Confrontation in the Basement. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything i don't think you, you this will but you know already that our we are uh, our third sister bridge and i are sisters and our third sisters passed away bridget's moved back to town to take care of her she passed away and she and i have never resolved all of our quote unquote issues <laughs> i've stayed home in the town yeah i've married had a kid i did everything i was supposed to do bridget has done her own thing and i think that's a pretty good setup right there let's hear it Here's a clip. 
actually, I'm asking, like, I want to know, what are you doing with your life? Well, I came home so I could take care of Holly because nobody else wanted okay, to. Okay, right. So that was one year, right? One. And so then what were you doing for the, uh, is it 10 or 15 years before that in Lawrence? What were you doing then? And then what have you been doing since then? I mean, you're coming at me really hard right now. I don't understand what no, this I, is all about. It was always you and Holly. All right, that's mm. all I got. It was always you and Holly. You know what? Mm -hmm. the, to me, that scene right there just speaks to not just Bridget show, but to every woman across the world, really. I was going to say just this mm -hmm. country. But honestly, what are you doing with your life, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did everything I was supposed to do. What are you doing? Right. Why are you doing it that way when I did it this way, the way right. we were all told to do it? Yeah. But it yeah, doesn't that's matter, right? It's just about doing it your way. That's what I would argue. That's what I would argue. I think that's what the show would argue too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a brilliant ensemble cast in the fact that it's not the typical Hollywood slick type show. It really has a lot of heart and a lot of realness and, and mm -hmm. laughter and lightheartedness. I mean, how do you get the ups and the downs, right? Um, yeah. As an actress... How do you put yourself in this character, Mary Catherine? Well, uh, I would say, <laughs> I mean, I'm not not tense as a person. I think I have a little bit of tension I can dip into as needed. Um, <laughs> right. I don't, <laughs> I don't like I get it. I get tight, it. <laughs> it's tightly wound as, as Trish is. But the thing is, it's so well written. Mm. You're not filling in a lot of gaps because uh, you can just sort of get on the roller coaster and it takes you where you need to go. And from my experience, really good writing does that. And so it felt, um, you know, and I was doing it with one of my best friends and favorite people. And it was a relationship that we, you know, had a version of in our real life. Right. And so all I had to do was imagine what if my sister had died? What if I had taken care of her? What if I didn't have support? I felt like I deserved from another sister. And, you know, then your imagination just has to do the rest. Where do you see yourself going over the next, you know, five to 10 years? As far yeah. as your career? I know I asked this because I'm telling you, I am inundated with people um, in our station of life who are saying, I want more. I want more. I want more. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I don't think it's greedy to want more. Do you? Hell no. Hell no. Come Hell on now. No. <laughs> no, but no, I'm serious. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, don't you think like you get a certain age, you're like, well, just, you, okay, just take what you can get. Okay, here you go. I think, I think it's, uh, there's so much life to be had for, uh, for all of us, really. I feel like 50 is the new 30. I mean, I've, I feel, I've, I've never been a person who was like, oh, that's enough, I guess. I've always felt. Good for you. Yeah, I, I really have. And I don't know. I never knew what that was until now that we're talking about it. But I've never been like, oh, I, they've, they've, there's not enough of that to go around. I'll be applying with this. I want everything I want. And I want it yesterday. But yeah. I'll wait for a few months if I got it. But I, I feel, <laughs> I mean, I'll play along with the game of the universe. But I very much um at all. And I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I have made some journal entries. <laughs> Right. Where I've listed out some things that I would like to have and to see. I That's important so, to write it down, don't you think? 
Mary Catherine. Yes. I didn't mean to. I just want everybody yeah. listening right now. They're like, what are some action items I can do to live Mary Catherine's? I mean, like you're, you know, 48, you said 48 mm-hmm. and you're, mm-hmm. you've got the dream job of your life mm-hmm. at 48. Like it, and it happened all because talk about that manifestation just a little bit. We don't have long, but let's give people yeah. a nugget. I think the only thing you have to do is decide what you want, write mm-hmm. it down. And then don't stress about it not being there. You okay. just very calmly put it away and let it go. And you then you have to allow it to show up. And you, it's about being calm and open. And so that's what I've been practicing. A lot of calmness and a lot of openness. And I feel like that's made me a better mom and made me a better wife and friend and all of it. And I think that opens doors. Little tiny things that are good. I focus on those. Like I grab onto them mm. and just suck them dry. The smallest little thing that I what love. Are, give us a small thing. Give us a small, I'm the same way. Okay. Well, this isn't small. This is huge, but I have been, I really wanted a chihuahua because my, my chihuahua died for about five or six years ago. And I have a thing for that breed and I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew the right. color. I knew the, di- the disposition I wanted. I knew, I knew everything. And I, um, on my birthday looked at pet finder. I, I, we always adopt. And I found this dog and his name is Bean and I, he's right over he's here somewhere, but um, he's everything except he was a boy. I wanted a girl, but he's everything else. Can't he's, have it all. You know, can't have it all. No, but I, I, focus, <laughs> I think it's better he's a boy though, but I focus on him and like, I wanted you so much. And oh my gosh. Mary Catherine though, but I just think, no, I'm getting excited listening to you. Now, now I want a chihuahua, but I'm getting excited watching you because <laughs> Because that is so true. It's like the little things. Like, honestly, I sent myself some flowers the other day. And I thought, this is so fantastic. Just because. And I just think as women, I mean, my grandmother used to always say, honey, if ain't nobody going to encourage you, and you're from the South, so you you know Mm -hmm. these old sayings. If ain't nobody (laughs) going to encourage you, encourage yourself. And that is exactly what you're talking about. It's the little things that you celebrate that opens the door. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. I think you all you do is have been if you focus on the little things and the things you don't like, they yeah. kind of fall away. They're not the center of your focus. And you focus on the next good little thing, next good little thing. I think you start to find that there are more good things to focus on and those things get bigger. Yes. Because you're in a state of mind that's different. You're in a state of mind that's open and excited and grateful. And that's mm. the best place to live. It also just feels good. It just feels good to be grateful. <laughs> and I like to be petty too. Like, I don't mean petty in a bad way. Just like, like, uh, just sitting around, like talking about your show with other people. We're just talking about, oh my gosh, you see, I'll get into it. Like, I will, I will be the fourth sister. I will be your fourth sister. (laughs) I've got the hair color for it. Y'all write me in. I'm that, or I can be that weirdo cousin (laughs) from Georgia. (laughs) 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 That comes to visit. I mean, you know, I'm saying like, it's all those little small things and they're not petty, but they're just, they seem small. People would say, Oh, why are you doing that? But we get into it. Like me and my girlfriends, we just sit and talk and get into it, girl. Get into it. I have some girlfriends here and I started this thing where every Thursday we, Uh -uh. you don't, you don't have to come. You can come, but some or one of us will be at this one bar and we come (gasps) and you drop in as you're available, if you're available. And we just talk about just nothing. TV. Someone's redoing their kitchen. Yeah. What do you eat? You know, it's a bunch of women, so they're picking at like salads and burrata, but then someone will get a pizza. I mean, <laughs> I more eat importantly, is what I eat. I was going to say, what more importantly, what are you drinking, girl? And that just lets you know I'll be there next Thursday. Thank you. I'll be there next Thursday. My work here is done. <laughs> okay, y'all. 
I'm breaking into this conversation okay, with you better, one of my patented. Yeah, you're going downhill fast. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I'm picturing like a bar that would be in somebody somewhere. So it's kind of like I'm picturing you, Mary Catherine, in like a dive bar. Like, yeah, of course. You know, there's just like a no. guy in the corner in his underwear or something weird. Like, <laughs> no, that's not it. That's, okay. that's petty no, and fun to talk about. That's, no. really, that's the little thing. Okay. Just let me have this. No, I'm breaking in with a. Oh, here we go. Mary Catherine's looking around like, what? Um, It's going to happen. Mary Catherine, Zach Attack, this is a fun segment where we play a game with our guests. But the thing is that Kim has no idea what's coming. All right. So she's basically playing along with you. I'm calling today's game Boy Mama Drama. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Let's so, just see. Both of us right. are getting settled. Or getting <laughs> just, we're guarding our loins. Just like settling in. Okay. I love it. You know, after looking at your Instagram, I saw you have this adorable kid. Um, Kim has two boys. How old is your son? Maya's nine. How about yours, Kim? 13. Just turned 13 and 14. So I'm in okay. the throes cool. of, you know, puberty. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep, we need each other, sis. We need each other. <laughs> All right, Zach, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a few questions about what it's like raising boys and sharing a home and being locked at home for the last couple of years with these lovely boys. All right, let's do it. We'll have you answer Mary Catherine first, um, and then Kim, I want to hear what both of you have to say. We'll start okay. it easy. Name one food your kids refuse to eat. Mm. Sorry, I'm just shaking my head because my son eats four things. So all the other things besides the four is what he won't eat. <laughs> okay, let's do that. What are the four That's things? What are the four things he will eat? What are the four things? Pasta, but it has to be in a very specific way. Pizza, but from this one artisanal pizza place here in town. Oh, he's high dollar. He's high dollar. <laughs> he's, he's so, so high dollar, Kim. He's bougie. He's bougie. Tell you. I don't know where this came from. Um, this one cheeseburger from this one place in town. And um, a hot dog that's cooked over the fire in the backyard. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? I appreciate him. He knows exactly what he wants. I'm glad you appreciate him, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my kids eat everything. Everything. Like, it's garbage disposal. No, girl. And I have gained every 50 pounds with them, honey. I am just (laughs) sitting there going, oh, yeah, let's go to Burger King. Let's go to Dairy Queen. And we do go to the artisanal pizza place, too. I mean, like, they just eat their garbage disposals. Is it because they're in a huge growth spurt? Were they always like that? Or is this teenage time? No, I think it's their growth spurt. But Mary Catherine, I'm in a growth spurt too. I need to quit growing. <laughs> I think you look great. Well, thank You're you. Shiny I as a diamond. That. Thank you. But thank you. We, I'm coming next Thursday. Don't count me in. <laughs> All right. I love that. Wait, so I, I actually have a follow-up question about this because... If you serve your son a hot dog, but like a boiled hot dog, will he not eat it? It has to be over a fire in the backyard. Yeah, he'll say something like, this isn't my, what does he say? This isn't my finest delight. <laughs> I don't, I don't, the texture feels wrong. <laughs> oh, he's a texture like, eater. I am too. Oh, it's, uh, it's texture and flavor and color. It's, oh my god! He needs to be delighted. He wants to be pleased. This is not my finest delight. I'm stealing that. <laughs> that will pop up somewhere Please. else. Take it away. Please take it away from this house. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's what I... Can someone leave a review of this podcast? We're like, this is podcast my is my finest, finest delight. Finest delight. Okay. <laughs> what is the TV show or video game um, that your kids love, but you can't stand? 
That is a long list. <laughs> um, he does this thing called Friday Night Funkins, which is there is nothing more obnoxious. There is there isn't like I think it's designed to be the worst sounding thing in the world, and it's it's succeeded. It's awful. So Friday Night Funkins, F and F, and um. <laughs> 150 TV shows. You know what though? When he was little, that Mickey Mouse Club. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. We're in that. That's the worst thing. Oh, Zach, that's We're the worst it. show that I've ever had to live through. That's, it's just. It's. I might even try to be funny. It it's wasn't backyard, backyardigans for you. It wasn't backyardigans. It was the. Oh, no, okay. I don't know that one. It was Mickey oh. Mouse Club. Maybe I just wanted to start crying when it came on. I really <sighs> hated that show. Well, my kids aren't watching shows anymore. It's all this YouTube like little. Yeah. Tube. I'm like where. Girl, we need to get on YouTube, you and I. We need I to do it. I know. I think that we're missing out on something. Because our kid, my fact, kids aren't watching shows anymore. My husband showed my son, our son, my show, and, and we were. He was like, "Isn't that cool, mommy's on that show?" And he's like, "I guess." He's like, "It'd be cool if she was on YouTube." <laughs> right. That's what I should do. Be, I, have a right. YouTube show. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. It's ridiculous. Oh, I mean, I come know. on. I just. Yeah. And it's other people playing video games. That's what they like to watch. It's re- I, girl. That doesn't make any sense. I am like, are we in the wrong business or what? <laughs> I mean, girl, it's just them playing. Fi- and my my son's into like trading like baseball and basketball cards. So he just watches people open packs of cards. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, do we I know, have a culture left? I know. I don't. All right, Zach, you need to move know. on because we're getting on our soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I love this. Mm-hmm. What's the funniest thing your kids have hidden around the house? Um, am I going first again, or is this? Yeah, you go first because you 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 complete me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're hidden, but like right now, I can see a, a sock right here, and I a can rando. see the, uh, the match. Yeah, and the match I think is over there in the other room, and then I know there's another set of socks on the steps, and then there's three pairs of socks, and I've actually stopped picking them up because I'm just tired of it <laughs> just leaving them and seeing what, what else other people just, will do did they just take off mary Catherine? <laughs> i don't understand it because my kids are somewhere i found a pair of underwear honest to god a pair of underwear in my makeup drawer <laughs> with skid marks so this is coming up your way okay i'm just telling you oh my god and then I I, it, last week I posted my social media. I opened I'm, the toilet was clogged. I opened the door where the plunger is underneath the sink. There's a whole full box of opened honeycomb cereal, like under the sink. <laughs> I'm like, what's going? <laughs> why? I found a bottle of ketchup in the downstairs bathroom. The okay, there you go. Okay, good. Yeah. It's not just me. Then. <laughs> it's okay. not just you, Kim. Yeah, it's not just you. <laughs> was it unopened? You guys don't have bathroom ketchup. <laughs> Set a whole separate bathroom ketchup. The top was open, so I think he had taken it from you know. Who knows? It yeah, doesn't matter. Who knows? It just it was in the bathroom. Yeah, there you go. And I don't worry. I closed it and put it back in the fridge. Don't worry, Good everybody. For you. I got it. I got it. I would yeah. have tossed it in the trash. I'd been afraid with my kids what they were doing with the ketchup. <laughs> so. Okay, here's another one. <sighs> what are some of the slang words that you're? kids are using <laughs> that you do not understand or i mean maybe do understand but are like what well everything is sus 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 also you guys are sus oh uh, we're sus but you're sus yeah you're we're totally sus. sus oh my god everything is everything is cringe Ooh, cringe i haven't cringe. heard thank you you is when people kiss you can't you no, no one should be kissing 
mom and dad shouldn't kiss. Nobody should kiss. It's cringe. Um, I mean, and there is a... Let's keep that that way. We want him to stay that way for a while. <laughs> yes, That's fine. actually a good one. Okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also speaks in text. So he'll say IDK for I don't IDK, know. Uh, yeah, I can't, the whole text. I, <laughs> no. I Google it. IKR. I do too. I mean, how else do you stay on top of it all? It's too, it's like it's, the entire English language has changed. Well, there was a, there was a young guy I saw, because I'm like Life 360 on my teenager's phone, especially my oldest one. Because, I, I, you know, he has a burner, um, what is it called, a spam account. Like, they know how to do all this stuff, and they do oh all this my stuff. Goodness. He doesn't have a burner oh. phone, but he has a spam account. And you know I am on it, girl. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. I'm like, who's Angela? You know, I'm all that. <laughs> yeah, so, no I, privacy. I, this was a, I, this is a new one. You might not have heard this either. So, bus, uh, uh, in, um, um, what was the last one? Uh, Bay, Bet. Bet, like bet, like, like that's cool, bet. I guess that's what that means. Um, and then I heard this brand new one like two days ago when I was um, stalking my son's text. One of his dude goes, man, if he gives you any more, if he comes chirping up on you again, let me know I got your back. And I was like, chirping. So I guess it's like someone like talking smack, chirping. Oh, chirping. I haven't heard I'm going to start either. using chirping. I, like I haven't one. heard that either, but I'm going to start using that one. I like that one. Yeah, I like chirping. I know. <laughs> What was the other one you said, Mary Catherine? I want to use that one too. Cringe. Cringe. Yeah. Cringe. Yeah. Cringe and chirp yeah. are my new ones. It's cringe that you're looking at his phone is what he would say. Well, you need That's to cringe. just deal with the cringe, brother, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be. So be it. <laughs> I am Mrs. Kravitz all right. up in that thing. Okay. I can't help myself. I have one more. Okay. This is a nice one. What's your favorite part about being a mom? Don't ask me that today. Go ahead. You take it. <laughs> this is trying to make you, you know, this is all about you. Is that too cringe, Kim? Yeah, that's too cringe for me. It's too cringe. I think it's, <laughs> it's very sus, Zach. It's very sus. Um, you know, he and I have a really tight relationship and we, sometimes he'll, you know, he's, he's in the phase now where he's pushing me away. Doesn't want me sure. to hug him or kiss on him, which is why I got the chihuahua so I can finally kiss on somebody again. <laughs> have some emotional affection. <laughs> yes, please. And it's working, by the way. Um, but, you know, he still has times and he'll say, Mom, I want to talk. And he'll lay beside me and he'll just, we come up with just different things to talk about. And I just love um, talking with him and connecting with him and hearing, you know, mm-hmm. this person that got built in my belly somehow out of tacos. I mean, it's all I ate when I was pregnant with him was tacos. I love it. And now he's got these ideas about things. It's just the most wonderful thing. It's a miracle. Thing. It's a miracle. It's just unspeakably beautiful yeah it is i would have to ditto what you said mary Catherine. i'll share it that's a compound <laughs> we both we can both use it <laughs> all right when we come back from this break we've got more with garrett mary Catherine. we have got some rapid fire questions i'm not gonna let you off the hot seat just yet girl oh my goodness <laughs> Kim. are you overworked underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them. How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demetrio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. 
We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at MotherUpPod. All right, we're back with Mary Catherine Garrison, the actress, the artist, the co-star of her brand new HBO show. I can't, I love that show so much. You got to binge it. You got to watch it. Um, Okay, we we end every show with what we call a rapid fire question. So these are just questions, Mary Catherine, I'm going to ask you. I don't want you to think about it. First thing that comes to your mind just uh, comes out, okay? Okay. Um, who was your ever hottest on stage kiss? I didn't do a lot of on stage kisses actually. Um, I guess Justin Bartha. Ooh, good one. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I guess. Oh, that's a good one. I know. Well, I haven't had very many in our arts. It was a comedy. It was a, a, a farce. Fun. It was a comedy. And so we had one big kiss at the end and we, oh. I just was nuts about it. And I thought he was the best guy. And so it wasn't like a sexy kiss. I was going to say hot. with tongue or without, was it French without. kiss or without? <laughs> yeah. Without. Sometimes those are harder. Still, but when you really like somebody, that's a very good point. When you really like somebody, it's fun to kiss them. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have. Uh, yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Um. Who is your spirit animal? Your power animal? Crow. Black crow. A black. Oh, girl, you got to tell me mm. why on that one. <laughs> um. I just have always paid attention to them, and I've always noticed when they're around, mm. and they seem to be. And they're kind of always around anyway. But I think a lot of people just don't notice them I but see I, them. Do. I do too and they're very very intelligent and um they like shiny things and there's just something about the way they are in the world and interact with each other that um I feel like I've gotten a few messages and fun mm. things from oh yeah to sum up yeah yeah crows people need to research those they're like you said highly intelligent very highly. intuitive mm-hmm. what is your acting dream uh dream role acting I am doing it I knew you were gonna say that I am doing it. I actually awesome. am writing a couple of scripts at the moment. And these st- stories, I'm sort of writing the exact thing I would love to do. But until then, I'm doing the job that I've dreamt of. Okay, from one Southern girl to another, what is the most Southern thing you own? Oh, girl. You're going <laughs> to love this. See, that was the Southern coming out right there. Oh, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, I own my great-grandmother's cast iron skillet. Stop. Yep. Girl, I mean, you and grease it, it and oil it and everything and bake girl, it. You, you know that thing is seasoned. You know it is. It is. <laughs> I take care of that baby. If this house were to start catching on fire, that's what the I would The cast iron's have. going. All right. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. And for all of you who don't know what she's talking about, cast iron, you never wash <laughs> it. So you've never washed it. You just seasoned it and seasoned it and seasoned it. Because mm-hmm. people always say, Kim, that's gross. How do you clean it? It's a weird thing, seasoning. Yeah, you it? cook it out. You can you wipe it, it down and then you... And then you put it over the thing, but you can't sit in water. Is the can't thing. sit in water. But, oh, honey, that's no. a cherished thing right there. Yeah. That's so down. special. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, what is the um, one thing that you're looking most forward to? I feel like I am so ready to be surprised by life right now that I, oh, I love that. I, I'm looking forward to just everything i've got a great group of friends like i have amazing girlfriends me too girl isn't that great that's it that's it and i feel like you know the season two is coming up we're gonna be filming that soon what a a big thing yep yep bean come here (laughs) (laughs) i love it all right last question because bean is like at it and this is probably the most important one mary Catherine, because it's near and dear to my heart oh my gosh 
Oh, he looks like a bean. He's cute. Yeah. Yep. He looks. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get me a dog too. I need to kiss on something myself. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mean. What is your favorite go-to junk food? <gasps> mm. Hold on, I know what this is. Okay, you can you can have several. I'm not judging. So you know those Fritos that are twisty, and I think they're honey barbecue. Oh, so please, you know. Mm-hmm. Put mm-hmm. some veggie chili, Hormel veggie chili, over those two mm-hmm. for a little mm-hmm. light lunch. Mm-hmm. It's not the seven thousand <laughs> calories, but who's counting? I was going to say, is that <laughs> a you light have lunch? Have yeah, Let's have a small dinner. <laughs> But if you do it, make sure you 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 follow your son's lead and grill a hot dog and slice it up and put it in there over the fire. Over the fire. Over the fire. All right, Mary Catherine, I love you so much. You've got I to come back too. and be with us. And y'all, you've got to tune yeah. into her season two. Have y'all started taping yet of the uh, of your show? Somebody somewhere. Yeah, I think we're gonna start this summer. This so summer. excited. But yes. right now you can stream it on HBO Max mm-hmm. right now, the full first season, mm-hmm. so you can be caught up. Will you come back and be with us when second season? I would season? love it. Y'all All are right. wonderful. All right. Thank you, girl, so much. We love you. It's and, nice um, to meet you. Love you, you too. You too. Keep doing your thing, girl. <laughs> LOL. Oh, Zach, Mary Catherine was so lovely. I love how smart she is, how, you know, if, so focused she is. Like, she's so ready to live this part of her life. It's exciting to see people coming into their destiny, stepping into their dreams, um, at this age, it's beautiful. It's, and it's so, um, it can happen for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And it's so cool that she's like, this is my dream role. Like that's right? so just, that makes me really happy. Yeah. Oh, look, life is short and it's, it's never over. We always think time is not our friend, but it's so our friend. We just, we just, we just don't take advantage of it. You know, we don't live it. We don't, when we get older, we think, well, it's, I'm too old or I'm too this, I'm too this. And no, you're just right on time. Right on time. Right. There's like no such thing as that winding down or whatever, right? Like no. it's just yeah. I'm gonna quote my I'm gonna quote my grandmother. If you ain't dead, yeah. you ain't done. Right. I'm telling you. Yep. Yeah, and she, you know, I have started really paying attention to all the people that talk about manifesting. Yeah. We should do a show on that. I'm a you know, I'm a big manifester. Yeah, and a lot that. of people think it's ooh, it's not. It's really, it's, it's. There's a lot to it that is that is real, not only scientifically but spiritually. You know, emotionally, you you bring about what you think about, what you put out there comes back. It just does. And um, she's dead dog right about the manifesting. And I loved how simple she put it. You write it down and you put it away and you don't worry about it. That's such good advice. Such good advice. Simple but true. Yeah, and I'm always so caught up with, like, trying to get to the next thing. And then yeah. if I get there, it's like I don't feel necessarily fulfilled. But the fun part is getting there. Yeah. The fun part is getting there because, you know, once you get there, you're on to the next. But that's how you should live your life. You should always be growing. And and, and I loved when she said it's the little things. It's those petty little small things. Like, I mean... Amy and I talked about what we what we talked about the other day. It was so great. It was a pair of shoes. It was just oh my god, the shoes are so great. And like we got into it and we were just breaking it down. And you say, oh Kim, that's so simple and petty, but it 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 was so fulfilling because not only is it it's an escape, but it's it's a way to appreciate and have gratitude for the small things because those really do add up. They really oh, yeah. do. She was dead on with that. 
great show today. For sure. Bye, y'all. Kim. 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 Gravel. So many great people help make this show possible. LOL is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden. And our cover art is designed by Sarah Noto. And Tacapella performs our theme music. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show and head over to lolkim.com to sign up for our mailing list. Thanks for listening. We love you. And remember, live out loud.